my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. In the councils of government, we must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. That we can, and so help us God, we will make America great again. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the No Gimmicks Podcast. I'm your humble host, as always, Brady Leonard. Hopefully, you guys are having a terrific week. A great show for you today. I was joined by my brother, Nick Lindquist. Always a great time talking to Nick. Um, and we had a lot to discuss. Kevin McCarthy is out as Speaker of the House as the Republican Party sprints towards a crushing loss to the Democrats next year. Uh, and, and what it all means. Nick and I break it all down. Before we get to Nick, guys, if you haven't already, please follow us on Twitter at No Gimmicks Pod. Please subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. Make sure to subscribe. If you are an Apple user, please take a couple seconds to this a five-star rating and a good review. I really appreciate that. If you like the show and want to get involved, you can uh, support us monthly over on Patreon, patreon.com slash the No Gimmicks Podcast. All right, without further ado, the great Nick Lindquist. All right, guys, we're here with Speaker of the House, Nick Lindquist. Nick, congrats on the new gig, man. Yeah, yeah, thanks, man. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Um... We're, we're going to abolish the Federal Reserve and a bunch of other line items that have been long overdue. So, Man, great news. Great news. <laughs> you really picked a good one, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I did. <laughs> so <laughs> the House expelled uh, Speaker McCarthy yesterday um, because Matt Gates wants to run for governor because Ron DeSantis is term limited. So uh, he needed to get on television. And that's how America works now, Nick. <laughs> I yeah. mean— that's it. Like, dude, I, look, I, I don't even need to say this. The people know me and what I believe. I'm, I'm no fan of McCarthy, obviously. Few politicians deserve embarrassment more than Kevin McCarthy. He's a monster. But I'm not sure how this helps Republicans advance their agenda in any way. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Like, OK, if the speaker, that's fine. But how about we have a game plan for what happens after that? Um, and there's like really no one after him that could step up to the plate. Uh, I mean, Scalise could, maybe, but it wouldn't be any different than McCarthy, so I don't know why they would do that. Um, I guess Jim Jordan's going to run, yeah. but, like, that's not going to happen. I, I just don't see the moderates in the middle voting for that guy. Like, it's sad, but it seems like McCarthy was, like, the only option just because the, the majority is so narrow that you literally need every Republican in the House to vote for whoever it is. So... We'll see, but it is it is a shit show. I mean, Republicans have, what, a five-seat majority, four-seat majority? I mean, it's razor thin. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, like, tiny. Yeah. Um, of course, we expected, you know, if you'll remember a few years ago, we were like, oh, we're going to have, like, a, you know, a 30-seat majority. And then, for some reason, that didn't happen. And now, all of a sudden, yeah, we've got, like, it's, it comes down to, like, five votes. I mean, that's how he got removed is because it was so narrow. Man, like, I, I like the chaos. It's entertaining. I, yes. I do enjoy it. I like when swamp creatures like Kevin McCarthy go down, you know? Like, I, yes. I it's not, I, I'm no fan of his. I just don't, like, how does this make anything better? That's the thing. And, like, I mean, maybe I'm just, you know, a pessimist, but, you know, I'm 34 years old. My entire adult life, anything, anytime something happens... 
what happens next is worse. <laughs> just yes. like across politics, just every whatever happens, the guy that takes over next is worse. And it's just, you know, Jim Jordan, yeah, about an hour ago said he's running. I mean, he's ran before and topped out at around 75 votes. People are talking that that Donald's is going to run. Like, oh, maybe he's yes, be speaker. It's yes. like, no, he's he's not. Like, how does how does Donald's get to two eighteen? I just don't. How where is the path to two eighteen? I mean, I, I don't get it. Scalise doesn't want it. He said he doesn't want it at all. So it's right. Emmer. Emmer might throw his hat in the race, but he's he's just Kevin McCarthy. I mean, there's really no difference there. So it's like, what did you accomplish? Like, what did you make better? Yeah, well, I, I think that comes back to what we were talking about earlier before the, the pod is like there was never a plan here except for uh, serving Matt Gates' ego and and need to be on TV. Like someone on Twitter uh, was, was tweeted yesterday like, oh, this episode of The Real Housewives of Congress is great. And it's it's true. It's just like reality TV at this point. It's entertaining. But uh, our country's in shambles as a result. So I don't know. We'll see. I think this is this is not a plan for Congress or uh, furthering Republican politics. It seems like it's more catered to just Matt Gates specifically and his whatever plan he has from this. Yeah, I mean, there's never a plan. Gates has no. no plan. Trump has no plan. I mean, dude, Republican congressman. Are uh, they're they're all tweeting about how they're nominating Trump for speaker? I saw I saw Mar- Marjorie Taylor Greens. They're dancing for an audience of one on Twitter so they can get Twitter followers. You know who isn't like this though? Democrats. <laughs> yeah. like, dude, I would be fine with the Republican Party burning to the ground and going away forever. Like yeah. they deserve it. They're terrible. However, the Democrats are worse. And they're not going anywhere. <laughs> okay. So it's like, I, Democrats do not, they're not, they're laughing. They're laughing at us. You might all think this is, because Trump, Trump might go to prison for no reason. Because he yes. thinks it's a game and Democrats don't. You know what I mean? And like, you might think this is a game, but please know, your opponents disagree with that. Yes. Oh no, this is all a game. I mean, even yesterday, I got a fundraising text from Matt Gates. Basically fundraising <laughs> off of this, and it's like, uh, dude, you did this. He's like, they're trying to expel me, and blah blah blah. <laughs> it's like, wow, I wonder oh why. <laughs> but Trump does the same thing. He he yeah. fundraises off of every single indictment. Um, I, I yeah, I I don't think they realize how serious the stakes are because Democrats, when they say they're doing things like this, they're gonna do it. Um, they will they will shed no mercy on republicans for anything they want to do um and that and that showed in the in the vote yesterday because mccarthy was trying to work across the aisle through these whole budget talks that's how we got that awful ukraine funding that ended up partially part of the reason he got the vote to remove him and not a single one of them voted to keep him so he worked with them, and then in return, they removed him from his his seat. So I, I just don't see them ever extending the uh, courtesy or respect that the Republicans give to them. I mean, there's a chance. I, there's, I don't know, man. There's a better chance 
a Democrat ends up Speaker of the House than Donald's. Or yeah, Jim they Jordan. were all tweeting about Hakeem Jeffries again. Um, Dude, I mean, could they peel off five left-wing Republicans? Maybe. Who live in Joe Biden districts? Maybe. Possibly. Do they hate Hakeem? Do the do the establishment Republicans hate? Who do they hate more, Jim Jordan or or Jeffries? Right. I don't know. It's sad, but I think it may be. Um, yeah, I think it may be the former. Can you imagine if Trump was the speaker and he had to figure out what the speaker of the house does? <laughs> oh, I know. Well, that's just what like... I was thinking about when I was reading those. I'm like, he's never even been in the house as a congressman. How is he going to know what to do? <laughs> well, I mean, like when he was president, trying to get help, like trying to get things through. Con- well, I mean, like Mike Pence would kind of be the point man because he was in Congress, so he would. He understood how Congress worked, but like Trump didn't. Like Trump had no idea how Congress works. You know, it's just no. Like, just no. picture him as the Speaker of the House. Like it would be. I mean, I hope that happens. I, like it sounds like a comedy show. Yes. Or something. It sounds like a sitcom. Like, oh yeah, a billionaire becomes the uh you know Speaker of the House. That could be like, you know, a Seinfeld level show. Um, um it'd be entertaining. But it's not going to happen. <laughs> There's one positive, and and this may actually take place because Democrats are terrified of this right now, um, which is good. <laughs> I always like it when Democrats are scared. But the the only positive to all of this is that you know, well, obviously, we need a Speaker of the House. Republicans need to pick somebody. But if that person is miraculously to the right of Kevin McCarthy. It's going to be very difficult for the House to pass more Ukraine funding. So, like that, if that takes place, fantastic, you know. Um, yeah. You know, and the Democrats are are worried about that. Oh no, how are we going to send more money to Ukraine? Well, okay. Um, but on the flip side, I mean, that's great, and I hope we don't send a cent more to Ukraine. But it's like if if the Republican caucus in the House is just complete chaos for the next year, because it will yeah. be. I mean, dude, it's looking bleak for Republicans to hold on to the House of Representatives in 2024 anyway. And I think yeah. this might just seal the deal. I mean, they have such a slim majority to begin with, and they're not going to get anything done in the next year. I mean, how does the party looking like a bunch of clowns <laughs> help help retain the House? How does it help win the Senate? How does it help win the White House? I mean, it's like, man, for any po- like there could be a few pauses. We could get an actual like right-wing speaker, maybe. Yeah. But I mean, Joe Biden's president, so it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You know what the House does? They yeah, can, yeah. They can exactly. shut down the government for a week at a time, a couple times between now and then. But that—that's just about it. It's just like I'm—I'm I'm failing to see how this helps. And like I've—I'm yeah. trying, man. I, I look at like the MAGA people, what they're saying, the politicians and the influencers and stuff. I'm like, do they have a point? Is this—is this helping anything? And it's like, no, man. No, there's no plan. I just don't see how this isn't a net negative. I mean, it's just when you have that slim of a majority, like, what what are you expecting? Like, I don't, I don't get if a if a ridiculous, over the top radical like me <laughs> understands how to play the game more than our Republican elected officials, that does not bode well for 2024. Not at all. Um, and you know, I think one interesting thing that I'm noticing now, though, maybe maybe this was a lesson for McCarthy to like just not even try to to work with the other side because he's now like he's because he's still in leadership of the republican house conference so now they're starting to uh kick out 
Democrat leadership that voted against him out of the Capitol offices because they have their, you know, they have their member offices in like one of the office buildings. And then they have their ceremonial office in the Capitol. And they're starting to kick out Democrats uh, out of those offices. It's like small, but it's it's definitely a telling of like he's he's exacting as much revenge as he can. So I guess we'll see. But you're right about like it doesn't really matter who replaces him. The only thing that they'll be able to do is, you know, throw a wrench in in certain things that Biden or the Senate wants to do. But they have uphill battles because the Senate Republican leadership is pretty cucked. Let's be honest. Uh, They're not they're not bold. I mean, you got people like Lindsey Graham and and Marco Rubio as the face of Republican Senate. It's it's not looking good over. Um, but then you also have Biden. So we're not going to accomplish anything, no matter who the the speaker is. But I guess we'll see if they can kind of ruin certain plans that Democrats have with legislation. It's yeah, maybe, maybe. I mean, it's just it's tough, man. The speaker. I mean, it's probably the worst job in Washington. Yeah, and it's, it's impossible terrible. to get anything done. And it's I just don't. I don't know. Like, only, I don't... Oh, yeah. yeah, go ahead. Only a sociopath would want that job. Yeah. I, I don't know why. Uh, and I don't get, I don't believe that Nancy Pelosi doesn't drink because that's impossible. I don't know how you'd get through that job without drinking. <laughs> it's just, Republicans are not going to get what they want out of the House. I mean, like, if you have a 50 seat majority or whatever, like the Democrats had in the aughts, like, sure, you can, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? You could get, you yeah. know, a, a ton of stuff done, but it's like, it, it's, I just don't understand. Like, people listening to this podcast, I, I don't, like, you're you're only tuning in if you are really into this stuff. If you really follow this stuff closely, it's that's such a small percentage of the electorate. Like, MAGA, yeah. like the right-wing, like, populist faction of the Republican Party is like 10% of the country. It's just not, yes. like, the people that agree with you just understand that there's not very many of them. <laughs> okay? So right. it's like... I mean, Matt Gates. if he runs in a swing district, he loses. If he runs yes. in a district against some rhino establishment guy, he loses. Yes. You know, I mean, like, he's not, like, he would lose to Jeb Bush in the Florida Republican gubernatorial primary, right? Like, it's, yep. it's like, it's just because he's a goofball on TV and he's loud and has a million Twitter followers, that does not mean that his ideology is popular. And, dude, this is coming from me. I'm a radical libertarian. Nobody agrees with my ideology, okay? Like, I, I get it, and that's libertarians have the same problem. Like, they have a tweet go viral, and they think that everyone agrees with them. It's like, no, bro, like 1% of the country agrees with this. You know, like, you, you have to check yourself. You have to check your own mind and, and realize that you are not in a majority just because you're popular on the Internet. It's just not how it works, man. And people ask me all the time, you know, conservatives in... Uh, like, you know, deep red states or, you know, or whatever. They're like, man, how the heck, you know, do these rhinos keep getting elected in Ohio? Like, Ohio's a, a you know, a really conservative state. Well, how did Mike DeWine win over these, like, true conservatives? I'm like, dude, because, like, true conservatives are, like, what percentage of the Republican Party? 20%? Right. 25%? It's like, it's just, you don't have the numbers, man. It's about building coalitions and finding a way to win. It, it's just... I understand that it feels good to be in the the MAGA club on Twitter, but you're not. I mean, you're 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 preaching to the choir, and it's a small choir. 
Okay, it's it's yep. you just don't have the numbers to get done what you think you want to get done. Yeah, no, exactly. Like Twitter is not representative of the general population. It is like the schizophrenic people from each side um, that are on Twitter, and Twitter has the uh, amazing ability to distort our view of the whole country. And it happens to me too. Like I'll be on Twitter and then I'll talk to a normal person. And I'm like, Oh, I am like uh, more radical than I even thought I was because just normal people don't think like that, but no. you're right. Yeah. You need to kind of build coalitions. And this is one of the, this is one of the fatal flaws of the whole, uh, you know, slate of, of MAGA politicians is, they know how to win primaries. It's easy to do that because you have that slim uh, amount of people in each state that do agree with you that help you win the primary because they're the ones who vote in the primaries. But then you get to the general and you get your ass handed to you. And it's it's the reason is, is because the general population is not the primary voting population. Like they're two different things. And so, yeah, that's how you end up with somewhere like Ohio. But even Ohio, they're accomplishing amazing things um, with their supermajority in their in their state legislature. And then, you know, DeWine is probably he, he was like my last choice in that whole. Oh, yeah. In that whole thing. But yeah. he is doing certain things that I'm like, oh, that's great. So, yeah, know, I mean, he, he, he signed to be a wolf in sheep's clothing. Yeah. And he is a centrist. I mean, he's a left lefty <laughs> yeah. Republican, but he campaigned as a conservative. So he's yes. he's boxed himself in. When the legislature sent him constitutional carry, he signed it. When the legislature sent him a heartbeat bill, he signed it. When they yep. sent him school choice, he signed it. Does he actually believe all those things? Probably not. <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? But what? You can't campaign as the big bad conservative and then bitch out later, you know? And he didn't. Like to his credit, whether he believes it or not, I don't have to have a license to carry a gun. You know what I mean? Yep. And I I'll get a check to send my kid to well, we're in a homeschool, but you know, whatever. I'll get a check to cash, <laughs> Yeah, you know, exactly. for, for, for schooling. You know what I mean? Like, for books. <laughs> yeah, like I, I don't care if he believes it or not. And the same thing with with this is just the end game of just voting for cults of personality. Right. And like, I just don't I don't care about individual politicians and neither should you. I want an yes. economy that works and I want to avoid World War Three. OK, <laughs> like the big stuff. I'm I'm fine with anything. That helps on those two fronts, right? Yeah. Like Trump, terrible person, cheated on all three of his wives, cheated on his most recent wife with a a, a porn star right after she gave birth to his son. Terrible. Like, yeah. he's not a person I would get along with in real life. I wouldn't, you know what I mean? Like, he's just not, yeah. I'm not a big fan of New York liberals generally. But I don't care. I don't care. I voted for him twice. Like, I don't care. Like, the, the person, like, I don't, I don't care. Like, Matt Gates, if he were effective, he's a total clown. He's a stooge, but I don't care. <laughs> like if he was, if he yeah. was an effective clown, I'd I'd be the biggest Matt Gates fan in the world. How does it help my bank account? How how does it help bring our troops home? I how I like I I'd, I'd support this Matt Gates move if I thought it would help on those two fronts. I would support Trump in twenty twenty four if I thought it would help. Just show me the plan. Like, how does this move the ball forward one yard at a time? Forget the personalities, the bluster, the nonsense. I just don't care. I don't care. It does not affect me. How does this help? Well, that's the problem with all this. Like, with Trump, with Gates, with Marjorie Taylor Greene, people 
like them for their personalities. And then you look at their legislative records and their record as president, and it's like, what did we actually get done, though? Did we, like, are you better off? Is your family better off as a result of these people? Or did they actually, like, slow down our progress? And I'm I'm inclined to say it's the latter because they just don't know how to do their jobs. Like, the sad thing about Matt Gates is I've heard he is actually very smart, but he just – he has uh, no moral compass, and he doesn't have any interest in um, legislating. He's just obsessed with those, those media hits, uh, and he's obsessed with – having the spotlight and that's kind of ruined him as as politics does to most of the people who enter it and um yeah i just don't know i i have nothing to point to that's like here's what we accomplished because of these people i mean the border that's one thing that was like it was all their it was all of them they all that was their most important issue and look at what's happening to the border today like we're we're hitting record crossings every month over month and nothing's changed and it didn't change under trump either really i mean maybe near the end when he finally got the um department of homeland security under control with a competent leadership but it was only a few months so i don't know there's nothing to point to i mean you need the senate and need the house to secure the border and that's the thing that, that maga doesn't understand you can secure the border or you can vote for Kerry Lake in the Arizona Senate primary. But, <laughs> yeah, but you can't yeah. have both because you need yeah. that Senate seat. You need that Arizona Senate seat to go red if you're going to secure the border. Kerry Lake can't win because she's an idiot and everybody hates her. Correct. So you can you can support Kerry Lake or you can close the border. So wh- which one do you prefer? Yes. Chaos at the southern border or just having a weird, dorky, ridiculous clown of a woman that you like and makes you feel good on TV? You got to choose, though. You got, you got, what, what you can, and looking at this Matt Gates, Speaker McCarthy thing, he scuttled a spending bill that would have cut uh, discretional spending by 8% across the board just to stick it to Kevin McCarthy. And then Kevin McCarthy goes, like, okay, well, we got to pass something. So he goes to the Democrats and cuts a deal that's way worse. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's like, okay, so you could have McCarthy and an 8% cut or Matt Gates you know, gains a couple hundred Twitter followers and the government grows. Yes. Like, for me, an adult, the choice is easy. But apparently for the rest of the country, it's it's pretty difficult for some reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very bizarre. Um, well, and, and part of this is like a lot of people in the MAGA movement were really not political until Trump. So even they don't really understand the implications of all of this. And... They don't understand how to frame the question of who should be in charge in their minds. And it's not like a it's not like a patronizing thing. It's just a fact of life. Like most people don't know how the government works. So it's not it's not that they don't understand, it's that they don't care. Yeah. Yeah. It's just that they don't I, care. I, I mean too. I, I don't think the goal of a lot of these people and, and this is I mean, a lot of politicians on both sides. Um, but it's about 90% of MAGA people running for office. The goal is not to win. They just don't. No. I mean, if they win, cool. They're like, oh, cool, I'll get a government salary and get to go on TV even more. But, like, they don't care. It's about building the brand. It's about making money. It's about grifting off the Trump base. Yep. It's it's That's all it is. It's like I just don't. 
I, I think if you if you hooked Carrie Lake up to a lie detector test, and I mean she would she would tell you she literally it does not make a difference to her one way or the other if she wins. Like yeah. I, I don't even think that's a thought. I don't even think that's a consideration for most of these people. No, especially for Carrie Lake. I mean, people. I don't know how people have such short memory spans, but like she was a big, big old lib until she decided she wanted to run for governor. Um, she had drag shows at her house. She was a <laughs> journalist. Like, how are you being fooled this easily? And and part of it is like just no one really knew who she was until she was running i'm sure in arizona they knew who she was sort of but like yeah i mean the whole the whole long game for people like her is like you know okay get a big uh profile get my book deal you know get some time on oan and newsmax uh you know every week and make some money that's those that those seem to be the only motivations behind people like that yeah, and you're and what you mentioned a few minutes ago is absolutely true that Republicans forgot how to run outside of a primary. Yes. I mean there's just no and I mean I I've worked on campaigns. I've advised candidates. I think you have as well, right? Yes. And so it I hated it. <laughs> by the way, it's why I don't do it's it awful. anymore. It's, it's awful. Terrible. But I like I said, this is me, anarcho-capitalist Brady Leonard. I wrote about at the time and people MAGA gave me all kinds of guff and calling me uh, a, a John McCain supporter. Just nailed it. That's me. All right. John McCain. Oh, yeah. John that's, you know, <laughs> if I know anything about you, that's it. One of the most evil politicians in the history of this country. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like I, I was just like, hey, guys, it's probably not smart if you're running in Arizona to tell your voters that if they voted for John McCain, you don't want them to vote for you. <laughs> yeah, considering maybe not a he, smart idea. He won re-election with like 65% of the vote every six years. Okay, it's like maybe winning was not. You know, if you look, if you really pay, if you bust out your microscope, Nick, your telescope, and you really just look at the fine print, I don't really think she cares about winning. I, no. don't, I don't really think she wanted to be governor. No, call well, me crazy. That's an interesting antidote because, uh, you know, I have several people in my life who are like hardcore MAGA now, like my grandma. And, but, but they also love John McCain and Mitt Romney. It's just like whoever, well, not Mitt Romney anymore, but that's a different story. But, but like right. the point is these people don't think the same as your terminally on online mind thinks when they're looking at you know, historical politicians. And so when you're telling these people who are not online that if you voted for, for John McCain, I don't want your vote. They're like, Oh, well, that's weird. Why? Like they don't have any frame of reference for why that would be the case. Yeah, no, absolutely. And you know, I, anytime I talk about this, I, I, you know, cause people, they, they can't understand that I can walk and chew gum at the same time. So I'm like, Hey, Maybe don't campaign like it's primary all the time. People are like, oh, yeah. you don't want... I'm like, no. Like, I, I, want, I, I want to bring down the government. I want to end the Federal Reserve. I want to end the wars. I want to do all that. But also, I, I could not win an election yeah. because I've done... This is episode 587 of this podcast, okay? 
there's a thousand hours of me talking shit on the internet and, yes. and me sharing all my radical ideas and I'm completely disqualified from running for any office ever because I've been way too radical for way too long on the internet right so but that's I'm not I'm not running for governor <laughs> you know what I mean like it's so when when you see Republicans like these debates you know I I'll, I'll read the transcripts a little bit I don't I haven't been watching them live but you know you'll see all the candidates try to like one up each other on like hardcore right wing principles whether you like it or not they're like we're gonna send the military to Mexico and open up just an open hot shooting war with the cartels on the southern border yeah. I'm like okay pull that pull it yep American voters. Do you want bombs going off on the southern border? Do you want drug cartels bombing high school football games in El Paso, Texas to get back at us? Do you want a thousand American troops to die in Mexico? Do you want yeah. another war that costs five trillion dollars? Because the cartels are a lot better armed and trained than the than Al Qaeda and the Taliban in Afghanistan in the early two thousands. Do oh, you really yeah. do you really want pull that? How many like I get it if you're just if you have build the wall tattooed on your dick, you're probably gonna like that idea, but pull it. Hot war on the southern border. It's going to pull it 7% nationally. 7%. It's just, it's not, these are not popular. <laughs> these are not popular ideas. You know, and I get, I get it. It's hard to win a primary unless you're trying to one-up each other. But it's like, guys, it's, you're boxing yourself in, in the general. And Democrats do it too with all the crazy communism stuff. You know, the, all the Bernie Sanders talking yep. points, Liz Warren talking points. They move the party to the left. That hurt them with voters. But at the end of the day, it's way easier to get Democrats to fall in line than Republicans. Just Democrats are more collectivist in nature than Republicans are. They are more willing to do what the newsman on TV tells them to do than Republicans are. It's just it's easier for for Democrats to wrangle the cats than Republicans. And for some reason, nobody understands that. Oh, yeah. No, that's a good to um, I've gone back and forth on it because the cartels are a problem. But at the same oh, time, of course. Um, People don't understand the I, I don't think they'd understand how gruesome it would be um, because, number one, the war in Afghanistan, like we were fighting people who thought that it was the year 11 or 10, maybe. Uh, and they, they, you know, they, they, these are like they, these are like way less sophisticated people than, say, the cartels who think it's 1980s Miami. Um, and also they are extremely good at uh, quiet warfare over our border. Like yeah. they can kill the family members of an FBI agent and get away with it. Or Absolutely. they can murder politicians in our country with the, in the blink of an eye with, with no repercussions. Like yep. these are not people you want to fuck with. And if you're going to, you need to do it the right way, but it's going to be, nasty and gruesome if we ever got to yeah and you're, you're talking about our neighbors too you're not talking yeah. about half the world away no no it's right over the border the I closer mean, I, a closer know. a war gets the home the more americans <laughs> die i mean Eight it's just away from this place so yeah, yeah. um it, it would get nasty before i let you go i have to bring up one more aspect of how democrats are absolutely running circles around us right now and I haven't even brought up the New York fraud case against Trump yet. It, it's total BS, by the way. I mean, the case is non-existent. There's yeah. absolutely no proof of fraud of any kind. It, it is a political witch hunt. Um, and, and Trump's innocent, obviously. Um, 
But, there, but there's a few issues. One, Trump's legal team literally forgot to request a jury trial. Yeah. They forgot. Sounds about right. They literally forgot. Oh, man. The boobs lawyer girl on TV. <laughs> yeah. Forgot. Yeah. She's like, ah, oh, I knew I was supposed to do something. What was I supposed to do today? Oh, yeah, shoot. I was supposed to request a jury trial for the former president of the United States. But she forgot. Only hires the best people, Nick. Only, only, the, only best the best people. Only the best. Only the oh best. So a Democrat judge who donated thousands of dollars to Joe Biden and Hillary Clinton will decide the case. Uh, more than likely, they're going to strip Trump and his, his family, his children, of a lot of their most valuable New York properties. Um, cutting Trump's income in half, essentially. Um, we're talking yeah. about Trump Tower, a couple uh, golf courses in Long Island. What that means is even more campaign money is going to go towards legal bills and expenses and not to defeating Joe Biden and the Democrats. All yeah. while Democrats are laughing at Republicans over the House Speaker fight. And Trump, and, and then also at the same time, Trump is dragging the party so far to the left that by November of next year... I mean, are the two parties going to be indistinguishable? I mean, he just stabbed the pro-life movement in the back. He attacks anybody who says he wants to fix the economy. Like, bro, we are getting destroyed on all fronts. <laughs> like, it is looking bleak, my brother. Democrats are so much better at this game, man. They have a plan. We might not have a plan, but they do, and they're executing it. Yeah. No, it's, it's very true. Uh, the Trump legal team thing is super interesting because, I mean, you're a billionaire, right? Yeah, it, it 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 should be theoretically the easiest task in the world to hire like the best legal team in the country, but for some reason he chose uh, Boob Girl. Um, <laughs> maybe he just like entered a trance when he saw her and was like, "You're hired." But um, yeah, man, it's not looking good. He's gonna be he's not gonna be a billionaire anymore pretty soon, and. Um, he's going to lose his properties, which again, I agree. Those are, those are bullshit charges. Oh yeah. No, a hundred percent. Letitia James and whoever else is involved in this. It's just totally a political play. The, oh, the Soros yeah. DAs I'm sure yep. are involved. Um, which is another topic we should discuss at some point, like how the Democrats played the long game on buying DAs. Boy, did they. Um, but but yeah, I mean, it's it's not looking good, man. It's this is, you know, every every sweet old person that donates to Donald Trump, they're going to be donating not to defeating Joe Biden, but to uh, paying his legal bills. And it's really sad because, like, we could have a candidate that doesn't have legal bills at all and could just focus all of this money on winning our country back. But we're such we're in such a trance over Trump still that it's just not going to happen this time. We're, we're in trouble 2024. Yeah. Yeah. I've kind of over the summer, you know, June, July, maybe I kind of accepted that we're in trouble. <laughs> it's just, we're not going to win in 2024 and things are going to get really bad for a long time. Yeah. Um, I mean, Democrats, Democrats, they do have, like, the fight right now in the Republican Party with, like, MAGA versus everybody else, like, they're going to have their own fight. I mean, the progressives versus the uh, establishment Democrats, they've avoided it because of Trump. Like, they can unite their entire caucus and the voters because, oh, just yeah. over the hatred of Donald Trump. 
But once they don't, I mean, like, they never united like that against Romney or McCain or, or somebody like right. that. I mean, they, they couldn't unite like that against, like, whoever's next, DeSantis or, or Tim Scott or whoever whoever's, like, the nominee in 2028. It's just not going to, they just, you can't, like, boy, they cried wolf that many times in a row. Like, people are going to be burned out of just hating yeah. Trump. <laughs> you know, like, hatred takes a lot of energy and people are going to be burned out. And then they're going to be faced with their version of this fight with the AOCs of the world versus the Nancy Pelosi's of the world. And they're going to have to have that fight. Like they should have had that fight probably 10 years ago. And they just keep pushing it off, keep pushing it off. And they keep uniting just against Trump. But like, that's like, so it's like, it's not going to be this one party rule forever. Like they are going to fall apart. Probably like the commies are going to win out in their caucus and scare the crap out of the American people. And then they'll elect a bunch of Republicans again and stuff like that. But it's like, that might be 10 years from now. <laughs> like it might, yeah. We might have like legitimate Democrat rule for like several cycles in a row. And boy, oh boy, hold on to your wallet. Yeah, it is scary. But also that is a silver lining that eventually this day of reckoning for the Democrats is going to come to. I mean, uh, it's not that much of a silver lining that one of the two major parties is going to become like a communist party. <laughs> well, <laughs> but yeah, that's fair. It'll uh, probably help us win a little bit in the short term. Clown world. Uh yeah, I mean, if they stay down that commie route, maybe it'll work out for us because, I mean, even wealthy white liberals are not communists. Um, it's it's like a very weird thing. So I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but it will be quite a ride. And we're all here for the long term to, to ride it. So the one thing I'm, I'm just not used to is like, I mean, we did this whole conversation and the theme is like, I wish more people were serious like us. Yeah. And that is not a place I expected to be. <laughs> the serious I'm, person. In yes. The room. <laughs> yes. I'm the, I'm the, yeah. I'm the madman. Like I'm a ridiculous redneck who doesn't think the government should exist and spends all my time in the woods trying to kill animals for food. <laughs> like I'm not yeah. used to being like that. God, can we please be serious? Congressman? You know, like I'm not, it's a weird place to be in, like, looking around Twitter and, like, man, I'm the serious one in the room. <laughs> and it's, like, I, that's not good because I yeah. I don't take this very seriously at all. And it's just it's just a bad sign. It's a bad sign, Nick. That's all I'm saying. Not going to make it. <laughs> not not going to make it. <laughs> oh, man, we can end it there, my brother. <laughs> Thanks all for right. doing this. Let's do it again soon. Where can everybody uh, keep in touch, follow you on Twitter, all that good stuff? Yeah, you can better at uh, Nick underscore Lindquist, and uh, you can read my stuff at NickLindquist.com. Everybody follow Nick. He's great. That's all I got for today. I'm Brady Leonard. I'll be back on Monday. No gimmicks.